Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. God promises to bring justice. Jesus actually tells us, makes it clear that he's waiting for the wicked governments to get worse. That every human system is just going to get worse until he returns. They're going to eventually give themselves to the false Messiah, trust in a false savior. Everyone has been at the family gathering where you've been told, Just don't talk politics or religion. Politics has become such a volatile and unpleasant discussion. It seems no one agrees on anything. Pastor David speaks today on how Jesus said it is only going to get worse. When the time is right, he will bring justice upon the world. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 13 as he begins his message, Kingdoms. My name is David and today we're going to be continuing through Romans into chapter 13 and we just go chapter by chapter. So today we're going to talk about politics. And that's super loaded, right? That's always, everybody has strong opinions and it's tense and uncomfortable and you get a nervous laugh when you hear that we're going to talk about politics. So I just want to emphasize too, if you have any questions or places where you disagree with what I say, you can always email pastor at calvarymiamibeach.org. The thing that happens so often is that we have a conflict, we have a disagreement, and then we just separate instead of talking and working things out. So please don't do that. Now let's jump in. Romans 13 says, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. I think right off the bat, that raises a huge question for us of, does this mean that God endorses every political leader, that he's just in agreement with what they do, that he's behind that. No. I think it's really important as we look at this command, as we're going through this here in chapter 13, to establish at the start that this is not saying that God is in agreement with every decision made by leaders. He makes it really clear he hates injustice. He hates abuse of authority. He promises to hold each of us accountable for what we do with the authority that we have. Psalm chapter 2, verse 10 says, Be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear. 
Rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. He reminds the leaders that they're accountable to him. He says, don't forget that he will judge. And over and over he makes it really clear that he's going to deal with abuse of authority. And so he calls us to submit to authority with the understanding that it's not forever. It's not that the people who hold power imperfectly, because we all have power and use it imperfectly, but we don't submit to those in authority just until the end of time. He says it's for a finite period that we're doing this, trusting that he's going to set everything right soon. Revelation 19, he says, John, in his vision of Jesus' return, says, I saw heaven opened. Behold, a white horse, and the one who sat on it was called Faithful and True. In righteousness, he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule the nations with a rod of iron. He treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. He has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of the heavens and the skies, right, come and gather together for the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, horses and those who sit on them, and all people free and slave and small and great. And I saw the beast, the kings of the earth and their armies, gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Those two were cast alive into the lake of fire that burns with brimstone, and the rest were killed with the sword that proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. God promises to bring justice. Jesus actually tells us, makes it clear that he's waiting for the wicked governments to get worse. That every human system is just going to get worse until he returns. They're going to eventually give themselves to the false messiah, trust in a false savior, the beast, and war against Jesus and his people. And that he's going to then deal with it. But right now he's patient. Right now he's calling them to repentance. Calling whoever would to turn to him. And so while we should be voting and working, being involved in things, have opinions, do things for good, he makes it really clear. He's like, Don't look to those governments to be your salvation. They're going to keep growing corrupt regardless of party affiliation. 
Our primary mission is not to change the governments, but to share the gospel that changes hearts. He tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.19, In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself and not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. That's the clear commission God has given us. Be ambassadors of the reconciliation. Go and make disciples. Preach the good news. All of that preamble leads us back to actually starting Romans chapter 13. He says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. Because there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of authority? Do what is good, and you'll have praise from the same. It says, for the the government, the authority, the one with the sword, is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, because he does not bear the sword in vain. He's God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on the one who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience's sake. Because of this, you also pay taxes. Because the government is God's minister to you, attending continually to this issue of justice. Render, therefore, to all their due, taxes to whom taxes, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Point number two, honoring authority honors God. Again, this is not saying that every decision that authorities make is from God. But it is saying that the people who are in those positions are occupying a position that we must respect. God says the authority is from him. They're put in that place by him. This is a hard truth, but it's really clear. In scripture, he repeats it throughout. you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for how the Bible applies to your everyday life. If you love today's teaching and would like to listen to more like this one from the Book of Romans, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. While you're there, you can also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. Would you be interested in joining us this weekend for worship and Bible study? If so, come visit us at Calvary, Miami Beach. Or you can join us online through our live stream. Find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary, Miami Beach under the About tab. 
at MainThingRadio.com. Our time with you today is about up, but we're so grateful that you're part of our listening audience. Please join us again as we take another look at the Book of Romans right here on Main Thing Radio.